Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Well, today's episode, this topic, actually, I saw it um, come through Instagram from my sister-in-law. And I was like, oh, shit, this topic, we're going to talk about what it is. But this is the first time in so long that something has made me stop in my tracks and think about like, oh my gosh, I never thought about it like that. Is it me or all of these new words, like just somehow finding me, like it makes me feel stupid sometimes. Like I never heard of that. What is this thing called? So So when you sent me that, yeah. And I got on TikTok. I was like, oh my gosh, everyone knows what this yeah, is, but me. So I'm not on TikTok, but I heard yeah. this. So the word we're talking about is glimmers and we'll kind of go into what that means, but it's like a phenomena. So essentially mm-hmm. for to work and just kind of to put it out there, we're not going to go into all of the science today, but it, it does have a, a pretty clinical evidence-based background. But when we say the word glimmers, we're actually talking about the opposite of one what one would think about as triggers. So when we kind of go into quickly our nervous system, essentially, we know that there's the fight and flight <clears throat> response. And then we know sort of another section of our parasympathetic nervous system kicks in to kind of calm us down. So what we're talking about today is actually a third mechanism. So the nervous system is sort of thought about in two different mechanisms, sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic fight and flight, parasympathetic kind of coming down off of that back into safety. Well, now we're talking about glimmers, which is sort of this third co-regulation piece of our our sympathetic nervous system. And it actually involves another person. Um, and, and specifically what we're talking about today is glimmers and, and that's opportunities to really build in micro moments of proactive goodness to get yeah. you back to that regulation in your nervous system. I'll pause there and kind of, what did you think when you started kind of looking into this topic? What were your first thoughts? The first, my first thoughts, I never knew what they were. I never knew this word. I never knew it existed. And then once we got into it, um, I knew about the polyvagal system and that whole theory, um, but I never knew the term glimmers. So the more I started to dive into it, um, I started to understand it. And it was like, yes, like, I know what this is, what this feels like. I know exactly what this term means. I did a training back in 2021 and it was a salon training um, and they were talking about exactly just how people kind of like take in information. It could be new information. It could be something that's exciting. It could be something that's scary. Um, and that was one of their methods of trying of how to deliver um, information to different types of people. Wow. That's so kind of incredible I, in a sense to me because you're you're taking in that information and training. Just me in my position as a leader, just like any other leader in in the in the work world, our job is to not only regulate or bring in money to the salon, right? That that's just like a small fraction of it. Yeah. But anytime that you are managing other people. And I don't like saying managing other people um, because that's not necessarily what I actually do, but leading when you are a leader or leading a a company, it is very important to understand the most valuable aspect of your company. And that's your employees. Love it. And for me, I feel like, you know, over time, like there's a new generation out there and there's a new way of how to even speak how to even engage. So for me, I always want to be ahead of the game. So learning this theory and how, like, you know, even if you're telling someone like, like brand new news, I never knew this, that people take it. You can say the same exact thing to four different people, the same exact thing. And they technically could all 
take in different things. Yeah. And depending on things that they, and, and that all depends on things that they already have going on, triggers and traumas and other things that they can receive the information that you just told them totally different. So understanding that, um, especially when you're, when you're introducing change or anything like that, that might be scary for a lot of people, understanding how they will accept, accept the, you know, the new information. So it's so amazing to me. I mean, it's just, wow. Like I'm just thinking what other industries could benefit you know, I'm close to this stuff because I work in the well-being yeah. space. And <clears throat> so the human performance space, this is near and dear to me. But it's just so powerful to hear that it's being used as a leadership tool. So yeah. the one thing that sort of I found fascinating is to sort of imagine it as weather in your own brain, like your chemistry in your own brain, like you have the ability to change your own weather forecast with the polyvagal theory. And we should say Stephen Porges is who originated uh, the polyvagal theory. And so I've been reading, you know, in regards to, to how it came to play or how it came to fruition. And then it's taken the, the counseling and social worker world by storm because they're using it as a practice to build that emotional connectivity and and truly change your own weather in your brain yeah i think we talked about this a little bit and probably almost every podcast we we've done this for but we talk about the mind and how you are totally in control over how you feel and we can't stress that enough and i didn't understand that until until my adult years that like i have full control over my emotions and how you view things and how you see things and how sometimes how paralyzing it can be when you're stuck in a mindset when you cannot see anything else besides what you're either going through or what's happening to you. And I think that the the glimmers and finding the small things, because sometimes it's not going to be this big grand thing that happens. And a lot of times it's not. It is the, the small things that you have to, you know, drill into and they are strong enough. The crazy thing, because they, they feel sometimes it's like the small things, but like they're it's strong enough to get you through some of the worst case scenarios, some of the, the worst things that you're going through, sometimes the worst, the worst mindset that you're in. I will tell you the essence of, because I do a lot in emotional agility. I do a lot of work in that space for leaders, um, emotional intelligence, emotional agility, EQ. And the primary theme in all of those spaces is self-regulation. What I love about the polyvagal theory is that it it pulls in an element of co-regulation. So for example, you and I, you know, right now I'm in a calming state. I'm doing one of the favorite things that I love to do, which is talk to you. Um, I feel safe in your presence. I feel connected to you. So we're actually able to co-regulate our nervous system together. The opposite could be true, right? Like if this was new to Mm -hmm. you and and you didn't like to really have conversations or or maybe you have trauma uh, from your past or lived experience, um, that, that made a conversation like this unsafe, that receptor in your brain would say, you know, I'm not safe here. So it's all about training those receptors to be back in that state of calm, that state of bliss. Not that we'll always stay there, but it's, it's getting back on the pathway. So I know we're going to do a whole episode on this, but, uh, neurodivergent children, um, this was sort of a godsend to me in a lot of ways because parenting a child who is neurodiverse is like the wild, wild west. 
Um, Can you dive more deep into what neurodiverse is? Um, for me specifically, my child, my oldest child is uh, diagnosed ADHD um, with with a high level of impulsivity. So the thing with neurodiversity and neurodivergent children or, or people for that matter is that it's really a non-medical umbrella. It's a term that people use to describe those with variations in their mental function. So these can be people uh, with conditions such as ADHD, like my child has, autism, um, spectrum disorder, ASD, or other neurological conditions um, as well. And, And more or less the concept, I think just in general, neurodiversity provides us as a society an opportunity to learn more about individuals whose brain operates differently than what is considered typical. So again, you know, if you have a neurodivergent child, and for me, you know, it took me a long time to grasp this about my child, but he is just not in the box and doesn't receive information sometimes the way that it's typically presented. Um, but we really try to embrace his diversity and differences rather than categorize them as problematic. Um, and it's just it, it, the way that we talk to Nicholas is that, you know, some people experience life and interact with the world in different ways. And there's no one right way of thinking, learning or behaving. And I never, ever, ever want him to think that something is wrong with him. And I don't want any of the way that his brain works to be looked at as a deficit. Um, And so I'm definitely not the expert of what neurodiversity means. um, But all I can say is that there's just not one way that the brain gives and receives information. Um, and, And a lot of times our society kind of paints us into a box that it has to be a super typical one way of doing it. Um, and, and there isn't, it's, it's a difference and it's not a deficit and it, it happens in a lot of ways, you know, neurodivergent individuals experience differences in mental functions, learning styles, sensory needs, processing the way they communicate and, and meet their milestones. Um, for us, you know, we noticed it very early on. Nicholas was starting to miss some of his, um, uh, some of his emotional and in intellectual uh, milestones. Um, so sometimes they struggle with things that we consider soft skills like emotional intelligence, um, social interactions in a group and, and even physical behaviors such as, you know, we talk about this a lot, but we're like, are you in your bubble, right? Like he's standing too close to someone or he's speaking too loudly in someone's space and we're like, give them their space, you know? So there's a lot of different pieces that fall into the neurodivergent category. Um, But I just kind of urge our our listeners to just really think of it as differences and not a deficit. Um, And if, you know, you're the parent of a neurodivergent child, it's definitely not easy. Um, And I see you uh, and, and I'm here to sort of wrap you in love because I know that it's it's a really hard journey um, as a parent. There's a lot of co-regulation that takes place the minute we open our eyes with him for it all to work. Um, and so that's why this theory and this piece of glimmer uh, or this sentiment of glimmer was a game changer for me when I started to think about it because there is no better gift that I can give my neurodivergent child than a self-regulated parent. And if I am self-regulated, if he spins out of control, if he goes into a meltdown, if I am able to regulate and get back on my pathway, change my weather quickly, I'm able to help him co-regulate and get back on his pathway. Yeah. How do you, when you're in that situation, like how do you, what are like some examples of things that you do? So first I start asking myself questions like, where am I? 
you know, what's going on with me physiologically? You know, is my heart racing? Am I feeling anxious? I, I take account of where I am so that I can quickly get myself together to be able to show up for him. So it sort of always starts with that self-regulation piece. And then it, it's making sure then that I can be in a good spot to put my energy into him. And I'm not yeah. always there. You know, some days I, I can't get there. Like, for example, last night, um, we're kind of working on a different time zone, getting back jet lag to the East Coast. So my kids haven't been sleeping back on their schedules yet. You know, everybody was up late. There was a lot of fighting at bedtime. And my nervous system was just hijacked. Like I wanted my, my body just wanted to scream at the kids. I wanted to yell. I was getting angry. So I knew that that's not the time for me to be parent one, right? So really tapping or tagging in Mike at that moment and using those words to say like Mike, or like at this point, he already knows, like he'll put his hand on my back. And that kind of tells me, take a moment. And even like, that's a glimmer for me. I wrote that down as one of my 10. It's just like his physical touch on my back instantly soothes my nervous system, gets me back into the parasympathetic. And so that is not only just a physical sign to say like, I'm tagged in, like I'm going to take care of this, but it also actually physiologically soothes me as well. So it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like, touch. A, yeah. So like that physical touch is, is definitely one of my top 10 glimmers. Hmm. That's so funny you said that because I actually have that on, on my list. Um, mine goes a little deeper, but mine is like an intimate connection. I think that and when I talk about intimate, I'm talking about like. Bow chicka wow wow. Bow chicka wow wow. Um. <laughs> The boom boom room but no um just having that that connection yeah it makes me feel so good you know it makes me feel you know how like sometimes when you're just you know lifing doing the things yeah. your, your everyday things sometimes most like times, i feel like you can like yeah you time. can get like there could be some distance in between you and it's not distance because there's tension or, you know, conflict or anything. It's the fact that like you, you're doing you, I'm doing me. We're trying to, you know, run a household, run businesses, run this, you know? And I remember when I got married, my dad talked about the invisible rope and how you pull yourself together. And that's what it is. And to me, the, the sense of touch, you know, the, those intimate connections are, they're they're much needed in our relationship and i'm sure that a lot of you other people can um you know understand that and yeah. and what that feels like but that to me is always just like you said when mike puts his hand on your back that is it that is your your calming your your comforting and just knowing that like like i, I got your back i'm here with you I love and that's that. what it is for me so just quickly, you know, the term glimmers was coined by Deb Dana, <clears throat> who is a licensed clinical social worker who specializes, her background is basically in very complex trauma. That's not how this term came to me. It came to me through a network of neurodivergent children um, and parenting in that space, but even better, you know, it's just lived experience is really where glimmers yeah. came to be. Um, and I love how you're talking about it. It's not big, audacious experiences, right? It's not a trip yeah. to Mexico or, or whatever. Right. It's small moments that just bring you joy, connection, relief, yeah. calm, yep. very small yep. moments. What and I have those often. I never put a term to it. But I have those moments often and, and they're almost like insomatic. Like when once you experience it, you know that that's my feel good and I want to have more of these. Yeah. One of them is, and that is very few people that I connect with on this level, but Dan is, he's just my person. And we have this interconnection that we could... Uh, it's it's almost like I don't even know how to explain it, but we literally 
will think of the same thing at the same time. And we say it out loud at the, and it's like, oh my gosh, how did you know that? How did you feel that? How did you, you know what I mean? Or like, I could be like literally in the middle of a text and he's calling me and we're, I'm like, I was texting you. So, and I'm, and that sounds like so corny, right? But like when those moments happen, they are the best. That makes me know that like, I found that I found my person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm grounded. Like, like that that's the way to me that the universe or God, or whatever it is that you believe, that that's the give back that well, tells me, like, you're on the right oriented, path. It's oriented, well, two things there. First, that you actually say out loud to him, this happened again. Or you yeah. share it, right? Like, you actually we talk about it all the time. underscore, like, wow, like, this thing happened. And it orients you to your environment, too. And so it's, it, it is fascinating but it's yeah. actually having a physiological response in your body, which I think is so cool. Like the way that your nervous system re is receptive to Dan having that same idea, yep. same thought to you, like you guys recept and connect it together. Your nervous system responds in the essence of safety, settled groundedness. Yep. Which yep. is so cool to me. I used to think yeah. of it, I think, before I found the word glimmer. I used to think of it as gratitude, I think, is what I would have said. But gratitude is almost like taking an action. Like working yeah. to find something that you're grateful for or whatnot. But with glimmer, it feels like just noticing stuff that's already happening anyway and just noticing mm -hmm. it for what it is it's you ever look for i'm always i'm a huge fan of like looking for signs like tell me that i'm on the right path show me like just give me a wink a something so that i can just feel a little bit more secure in the direction of where i'm going um and that's what i look for so rather you believe in that rather you like that's just one thing that i do that makes me feel good um but when the, it's almost like serendipitous, like when these things happen and you can't, like you're like, I can't make this up. This really happened. Or I, I can't identify how this happened. But there's like little things. I remember when I, this is probably back in like the end of the summer, early September. And I was just getting back into hair. I just opened up a studio um, in Scarborough, Maine. And if you guys don't know, but... I, I took the leap and I opened up a studio with not knowing one person and not having one client. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I ended up meeting someone. And anyway, she ended up being my client. So she came in for like her like second or third appointment. And she's like, oh my gosh, the craziest thing happened. And I'm like, what? She's like, um, I was at Fort Williams Park, which is a really beautiful area in um, Cape Elizabeth. And she's like, I'm doing a hike with my husband and I see a group of girls and he stopped and asked me to take a photo of them. And she goes, yeah. So I took a photo of them and she's like, oh, where are you guys from? They're like, oh, we're from Pennsylvania. And, she, and she, we're, we're here just vacationing. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm actually here. Um, I moved here from Boston. Um, I know a girl from Pennsylvania. She actually is my hairstylist. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, yeah, she owns a salon in like Westchester or something, Pennsylvania, Velvet Hair Studio. And these girls... I still don't know who these girls are. So if you guys are listening, like point them out like this, you know, DM me, but hand. basically, right. Raise your hand. But basically they were like, oh my God, it's a Kiana Salucci. And she goes, Stop. wait, what? I swear to you on everything I love. So she's telling me this story. And mind you, if you, during this journey of opening a studio, not having clients and not knowing anyone, it was a very anxious, great, but like anxious moment for me. Cause I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So when she comes back to get her hair done, and mind you, at this time, this is, I had one client. <laughs> and when she came back to get her hair done, she tells me this story. It was a sign that said, you're on the right path. Yeah. Because these group of women that I have no, like I said, I have no idea who they are. That's wild. Had nothing but amazing things to say to a lady that inspired me to open up a studio because I met her at a restaurant. And I liked her haircut and she asked me to cut her hair and I was like, I'm going to open up a studio. So like, these are the things. And it was just that, that simple question of like, can you take my picture? That just made me feel like, oh my God. Yeah. This is your sign. You're, you embraced it. 
And I think that's yeah. like the next step of, of sort of evaluating a, what a glimmer is something that makes you feel safe, grounded, that spark of joy. But then the next step is like, how do you notice it? How do you embrace it? So do you have any, yep. cause we need to take a page out of your book. Almost look for it. Like if you're not the, the one of those people that can like point them out when it happens and you don't even know that it's happening. Cause for some people, depending on like, what you already have inside you. Like if there are so many triggers, so many like depression and things like that, it's going to be hard. It's not, you're not going to like, Oh my God, the sun's shining. And that makes me feel good. Like that might not be your first reaction. Um, so you almost have to go searching for it. If it does not come, does it come natural? Go searching for it, go look for it and say, you know what? Like go out with intention. Like I'm going to find something today that's going to make me feel good. That's going to give me that reminder that everything is going to be okay. Or, or if I see this today, that's going to show, that's going to be my sign that I'm, I'm good. The good news is it's not that hard to do. Like I know sometimes with emotional work, you know, it feels far reaching, like breath work, like that might feel hard to do if you don't know about it. But this is really easy to do. You can just luckily go out without a whole lot of practice. Like I came in from my workout this morning and I said, let me find a glimmer before I wake the kids up. Right. So let me find a quick glimmer. For me, it was like taking a hot sip of coffee. That was one of my glimmers, like a hot Sip of my coffee before the kids woke up. Okay. Glimmer one of the day felt grounded, felt relaxed, felt happy. And I'm going up to wake the kids up. Could be a stressful in my house could be a stressful time period. Right. But I'm like, let me find a glimmer. Like I didn't focus on that, that negative part of the nervous system, the sympathetic. I, I went into, let me find a place in this routine where I can find a glimmer. So I open up Lucas's door. I always open his door first because A, I'm potty training him. Got to get him to the bathroom. But B, I just love the dialogue that, you know, Lucas is too. So I'm like, good morning, Dinker Doo. And like what he has his whole thing. He makes me take one blanket out of the crib. He makes me open his shade and turn on the light. And then he'll let me pick him up. And that's my glimmer. Like that makes me yeah. feel at home. That makes me mm-hmm. feel at peace and and just settled in my life. And yeah. that was in within 10 minutes, found two glimmers. Yep. Just yep. got to be open or intentional like you shared. Be open and intentional. Um, and I think those kind of things, like I said, a lot of times they might not, unless you're in tune with it. Like for me, I've chosen to be in tune with my intuition. I've chose to be in tune with something higher than myself, like spiritual. And th- this to me is like, it hits me on a spiritual level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like to be in that deep connection with yourself and in energy, like that is spiritual. So, and this can, this can translate, like I said, I mean, I, I do believe in God, but if you, if you don't, you believe in energy or you believe in force or you believe in, um, you know, the universe or whatever it is, like it takes a different level that you need to be on. And that will ultimately like show you or reveal to you these glimmers, these, these positive things that you choose to focus on. We talked about this again, like the mind for, yeah, you have to, The, the mind is one of those things that like, you know, it can take you to those dark places where that's all you can think about and that's all you choose to bask in you know and a lot of times like the world out there is very scary it it doesn't look good you know I choose not to like I but I choose not to have those things fill my head because it will have me in a space that I don't want to be in that I don't like to be in well can we kind of key in on that too because when I was really thinking about this It's we're also maybe in a state of um, privilege that we can like in our body be in a a state of calm, happy, safe, right? Not everybody has that opportunity. And so that this has been eye opening for me to say, okay, what's happening in our body or for some people is not necessarily what they're putting out to you. 
Like, I, you know, some people may be walking around. Actually, I shouldn't say some people. People are walking around this life with right. a chaotic tornado storm inside of themselves due to things that happen to them. But yep. they've learned to put on an external presence that doesn't match the inside. So yeah. what I love about this is it allows people to try on a state of something on the outside co-regulate, whether it be with nature, whether it be with animals, like animals are a big thing with glimmers connecting and co-regulating yeah. with animals, or whether it be with other people, other humans. Um, it allows other people to help you get to that state of happiness bliss even if you don't stay there the whole time you now have an alternate perspective that it's possible yeah yep does that resonate it does it does i think it's just the small things that you have to almost turn on turn on that that light so you can feel it and you can see it because if you don't like if you're not in tune with it it's not going to come it's going to be very hard for you yeah to and you're going to be those people that oh th these things just don't happen you know I think they they happen to everyone. Those even those serendipitous moments, those um, those reassuring moments, though they happen to everyone. But you have to be able to be in the right mindset to mindset to accept it. Yeah. Because if you're not, then you're not going to know. It's going to float right by. It's almost like opportunity. Yeah. So if you're if you're, like if in, you're a, in a challenging situation, if you're looking for that glimmer it always already gets you kind of over that hump a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one that I do, like it hits me in a different place than a lot of the others. Um, well, I feel like they all have their space within me, but so in 2007, I lost a good friend of mine and her name, a lot of you guys know um, that, are local to Pennsylvania and went to Coatesville, but her name is Andy and her middle name is Hope. I named my daughter's middle name Hope as well. Mm. And my best friend, Ashley, she named her uh, daughter's middle name Hope too. Um, but anyway, so randomly, and this is since 2007, don't ask me to do the math because it was a very long time ago, but I feel like I, I see it often i see it a lot when i travel ashley and i do travel a lot together and we are both like look and it just puts a smile on our face the word hope. you know it it warms my the word hope wow and it warms my heart and it just it happens too often to ignore it yeah again i'm very in tune with it i'm very open so when i get that glimpse of hope it is it's like an abundance of I, I'm like getting emotional a little bit, but it's like just like the feeling I'm of like I'm right where I should be. Yeah. And she sees you. She was such a bright light too. Yeah. That's where I no matter where I go, I, I kid you not, we see we see her everywhere. And that is like it's just, you know, it just grounds me and says, Yep. You're right where you should be. And there will and be more of that. Like that abundance be more that, of that you talk about. Oh my gosh. Like, like and if I wasn't in tune with it, I wouldn't see it. It wouldn't mean anything to me. I would probably see it all the time or I would, it wouldn't even catch my eye. But when it does, oh my gosh. Like we even have like, you know, my kids call ladybugs, like Lady Hope. And they talk about Lady Hope all the time. And wow. um, so it's just like, it's just that interconnection that I feel. And it happens again, it happens too often to ignore. And I'm just so grateful that I have that because that just gives me a piece that, you know, that I normally wouldn't have. That's a beautiful glimmer. Yeah. That's beautiful. What do you have on your list? Give me so, something. Give yeah, me another glimmer. So the first thing I put on my list was writing with a gel pen. <laughs> You, and, I did see that when you took a picture and I was like, okay. And that to me just symbols, um, creativity. Like when I use a gel pen, it's less business focused. It's when I'm really trying to 
doodle like I'll use a gel pen when I'm in like long heavy meetings and I'll just doodle because it unlocks something again in my biology to to be more receptive to whatever the information is that's being shared Um, I also use a gel pen when I draw and so that's a glimmer for me because it's just smooth it feels it, it takes me back to like when you open like a fresh set of Crayola crayons like it right, just right. takes me back to like so many options that are available to you. So that's a glimmer for me. Um, I talk a lot about physical touch uh, with my husband. Like he puts me in a state of ease by just like it could be like our feet are touching <clears throat> as we're going to sleep at night. Um, the other thing in in regards to human interaction that I just adore with him is when he he refers to me as kid, he'll be like, all right, kid, right. what are we doing? Even though I'm older than it. him. <laughs> right. But probably not more mature, right? Like, so it's just, it's a protected, like, I feel protected. And, and for those that don't know my husband, he's like a big, tall guy. And so just his physical presence um, can be a glimmer if I notice it, right? Like the other day, he was throwing a tennis ball with our dog. And just noticing him throwing the tennis ball and like that strength that comes from that is a glimmer, right? Like you may pass that moment by and not notice it. Right. Um, So that would be another glimmer for me. Uh, The other thing that's huge in my life is uh, being in nature. So I guess coupled with movement, like just being outdoors, moving my body does something for me that literally no medicine on the planet can do. And so that would be another glimmer that I wrote down on my list. Yeah. One that I have on mine, and it's something because I just experienced it this past Sunday, is when the unexpected happens, but it happens so smoothly. Like we the, the kids had swim so we went to swim and it was like it ended up being a nice day it was like oh it's gonna rain it's gonna be cloudy and it ended up being like a really 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 nice day as the day went on and i was like oh my. and i've been wanting to go to like maine has like a wild like a maine wildlife park and i've been wanting to go sunday was beautiful after swim they didn't have too much to do and it was like a it was like a last minute plan and i was like let's do it Kids came in from swim. They got showers. We got dressed. And it happened, like, so seamlessly. Because you know how when you have last-minute shit that you commit to, you're thinking in your head, why did I say this? Why did I say this out loud? Why did I tell the kids we were going here knowing damn well (laughs) I can't make this happen? Yeah, so like 9 a.m. Yanni is not noon p.m. Yanni. It's not noon, right? Right. (laughs) So, like, and I've done that. So when I said it, I was like, oh, did I speak too soon? Are they going to be like tripping when we come back from swim and, you know, all this stuff. But it was like one of those unexpected, unplanned things that went so smoothly. And we were at the wildlife park. The kids are having fun. We're walking around all these things. And I'm like looking like, yeah, it was just like, see, it worked. It was good. This is a good call. And it was, again, the reassurance to feel good for me that like no one else felt that no one else was even thinking about that but for me it was like because those those unexpected things can be like ah like why did I do that yeah but it was like it felt good and it it was it went it went smooth so I think too it 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 shows you that it can happen again and probably because yeah. the mental gymnastics that you went through in your mind to say should we do it is this going to be too much did this person take a nap I have to pack lunches right. blah 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 yeah. You know, you, you bypassed all of that and you did it and it yep. was wonderful and worked out and you're like, wow, there's the hope there. Like, yeah, it'll happen again. It can happen again. Yep. It was so, it, it was so good. So like when that happened, I was like, that was definitely, definitely a glimmer. Cause I want to do more like, like, you know, spare the moment things. But like when you have kids, they be fucking up the plan. <laughs> They, you know, you just don't know what you're getting that day. So it's hard to do those things. So when you can and it happens and it's successful, girl, that's your glimmer right there. There, That's that's it. Underscore, double tap on that. The other thing is that I have on my list is, and this happens a lot. Y'all can call me cheesy, but (laughs) it happens a lot. It's when 
we are somewhere random and my wedding song comes on oh, oh my gosh I love girl that. that is again that is a song? sign uh ray lamontaine you are the best thing and oh, i'm not going to sing it to you because song. you're not paying me but <laughs> no it's my jam that's my that's my song so when it comes on um it feels so good there's been times where like it comes on and like i don't even listen to the radio so it's not the radio but sometimes if i'm on like a playlist or if I, we're out at a cafe or we're out at dinner whatever and it comes on like yes yeah, dance like my first person i'm like, texting or yeah yes it is the best feeling it's the best feeling or we're at a wedding and the song comes on and you're like oh my god um so yeah I had i'm similar... so soft no you're good why am i so soft i think i think you're in tune like let's let's look look at language there right like you're in tune with your emotions which is a really really yeah. good thing thanks for trying I'm to make me feel better always i'll always be your hype woman <laughs> <laughs> even with your tech technology problems um oh my god beth like i did pretty good today that was that was riverside's fault that had nothing to do with me <laughs> But whatever. We're like, I should say, I say we're zero for what episode are we on? Six, seven? No, you should know this. You, you're part of the geek spot since you know everything about technology. <laughs> Bring I'll all take, your laptops uh, and, we're a team. and held it's, held devices that are broken to death because we're she's zero a, for eight, but it's Yanni. Zero Yanni for zero for eight, but we're going to take that, that L oh, together. Uh, okay. No, but I do. Even like, I'm just thinking, okay, what kind of glimmer am I going to be getting this afternoon? Like, what am I going to be looking for? Like, we have a couple things going on. It's a beautiful day. I'm in Chester County, so the weather's starting to change. Like, I'm even looking out my window right now, and everything has popped. And and I'm just like looking at the flowers, and I'm like, that's a glimmer. Mm -hmm. And again, different from being grateful. I am grateful to have this view. And, and totally grateful, but different from that, I'm like, wow, and this will happen again. And it's going to happen in, in all the seasons that give you the beauty that they do in their different ways. Uh, so I yep. thought this topic was so cool. Um, and I love just seeing something for the first time and then kind of putting our own take on it. Even though we didn't yeah. go totally into the science, really think it's fascinating that it's not it's so just self-regulation, it's co-regulation. Yep. And even just, you know, going back to neurodivergent children, I ran into someone at the park the other day who her, her child is four um, and was just diagnosed with uh, autism. They don't know where on the spectrum. And I was able to help her find glimmers in the conversation because I've already been on this road. My child is nine. Um, We it's been a long seven years, even getting him diagnosed and then getting him support, working with the schools. It's, it's a lot y'all. It's a lot. Um, And we'll talk about that on another episode, but just even being able to have the conversation um, with, with this woman who who said, you know, if I would have talked to you a week ago, I would have like burst into tears. And I'm like, that's going to happen. But just know that there's nothing wrong with your child. They're just not the same as what we're, we're told is normal. They're just not the same, but there is nothing wrong with your child. And there's nothing that you did to make them this way. So that co-regulation that happened in that moment was beautiful. Yeah. And now taking that on, like in regards to Glimmer, like I'm going to reach out to her again this afternoon and I'm going to send her some of these things that I found with this science and, and sort of what goes into the body and how to show up for a neurodivergent child in a regular, because that is literally the best gift you can give them. Yeah, I mean, some of you know, but I've I've stopped drinking alcohol over the last year. And it's not because I've had issues with it or anything like that. But what it did for me was really ramp up my anxiety. And so when I when I started to look through glimmers, I'm like, okay, this makes even more sense to me about my why. 
So my anxiety would ramp up and then I was showing up unregulated to parent my children. And so that's not cool. Like that's not a gift I'm giving them. I'm giving them chaos in that way. So it's almost like my why is now connected to the glimmer and then the glimmer is connected to my child thriving. And so it may not work for everybody, but it's working for us right now. And and what's happening on my inside is regulated. So then I can co-regulate with my child. That's long winded. um, But I was just fascinated and felt very seen uh, with this topic and and this phenomenon on TikTok. Yeah. And it's the feel good. I mean, everyone needs those. Everyone wants those. Um, they're just the reassurance that the universe gives us that tells us. Because sometimes we just don't know. Sometimes we don't know if this, you know, season that we're in is going to change, which direction it's going to go. Um, it gives us a So taste. finding those small things, yeah. Finding those small things. Um, those micro, those micro things that just feed your soul and on a deeper level. And like I said, if you are one of those people that have, you know, any kind of traumas, rather big or small, that are inhibiting you from allowing or accepting these things, like choose to seek these things. Yeah, Yeah. look for the glimmer. To get to that state, because I do love, and we have shared this we are responsible for our state, our being. And so the glimmers, it, finding a glimmer is a tool for you because it really starts kicking your biology into, okay, let me look for more of that. Let me find that yep. again. You know, in 10 minutes, I found three of them. So it's kind of gives you, gets you to the place of being okay. Not always in high, high bliss, right? But it's, you're okay. And let's get back on the path together. Find those glimmers, guys. Find those glimmers. I feel like this is one of those things that, like, I feel so good. I feel so good in, like, what it, like, does to my soul. Yeah. Just, like, turning it over or, like, a flush of goodness. And I feel like it's something that I don't mind talking about when I talk to whoever like i'm texting people on my phone like hey did you listen to my podcast <laughs> yeah, like self did you i'm not even i'm not even texting i'm like how are you i haven't talked to you in three months i'm like did you listen to my podcast here here's the link like and it's like straightforward but it's like i'm i'm so excited to share this because i love doing it yeah and it feels so good and when i talk about it. I'm like, oh, we're doing a podcast the other day. I'm talking about more yeah. and more and more. Like, what if we do this? And we can we can bring this. And like you were saying, like, we gotta talk to Oprah. <laughs> First we gotta get the outfit so we, right. <laughs> we gotta get the <laughs> Beth, your outfit was fine. Okay, so Beth's talking about how she yeah, let's was in Utah the at this conference. I tried to I'm just gonna put myself out there. I tried to <laughs> pull off Oprah. <laughs> And it did not f- go. Like, I was like, oh, this looks cute. Took a picture, OOTD in the mirror, sent it to Yanni. And, you know, you go down, I'm at the conference in my monochromatic baby p- light purple outfit. Monochromatic for those out there that don't know. It's just like one color. It's the new thing. Uh, Oprah pulls it off in a dark blue. Meredith Gray from Gray's Anatomy. <laughs> Maybe it was it the off. fact that you didn't do blue. In a, ye- a yellow mustard color. So I did light purple. And I'm feeling myself. I took a, my outfit of the day picture, hashtag OOTD, sent it to Yanni, a couple other people. They're pumping me up too. I go through the breakfast line. Not one comment. Couple looks up and down. <laughs> couple looks up and down. I'm like, damn, not one. And this is a conference of like a lot of women. I'm like, not one person is commenting <laughs> on this. We talked about this. You should not look for verification from other people. Wear your monochromatic outfit. And I was like, I was like, text, I was like, tuck the sweater in or something. <laughs> you said I did that. I did that. And I still still felt like I couldn't pull it off. So went up and changed. Actually, this is You probably fit right into the whole Utah culture with the long skirt and the sweater. <laughs> They probably was like, oh, she's one of those. She's a local. 
She's from here. She got ashy. She got ashy feet. <laughs> you should have. If you had, if you would have had some flat like Jesus sandals on with it, that would have threw me over the I edge. Did. I did. <laughs> Not like totally. Nice. I didn't. I don't know if I seen a picture of your feet, but that would have threw like, me over the edge. They were. They were tweed. Oh my god, Beth! No backless flats. <laughs> Like slides. Oh my god! Um, but anyway, <laughs> I changed. Were they made out of like carrot straw or a something? Jacket, and actually, then I after my presentation, somebody goes, "That was the best presentation," and I love your style. And I was like, "Oh, I'm see, so glad I changed and felt more comfortable." You're so funny, yeah. But that was funny. Your outfit was cute, but what were we talking about? We got onto your outfit, but we were talking about something else. DM us your glimmers we if you guys want to go further with it. Your glimmers, yeah. We'll, what are we'll those post things? Ours, our full te- our top ten list. Um, we'll post those as well. Yanni, I'll send you a picture of mine. But yeah, I want to hear what your glimmers are out there. Yeah, and and just and even in this week or the, and, and into the next. Or, you know, forever from this point, now that you have a better understanding, well, we hope that you have a better understanding on what those glimmers look like and feel like, you know, we challenge you to go out with intention, you know, be in that state of, of, of mind that you are willing to accept these small micro glimmers that are going to pop up in your life, your daily, um, your daily life and recognize it. It feeds you in so many different ways. And even as, you know, a wife, a husband, a mother, a father, you need these things, these thoughts to kind of carry you. If you guys are new to us, follow us on Instagram at trustme underscore the underscore podcast. Please leave us a rating. Let us know how you think. And if you guys have any topics that you would want us to discuss, you know, in the future, feel free to DM us, engage with us on social media, send us all of your glimmers, send us all of your podcast topics. Um, if you like and, it, you know, or love it. take care, everybody. <laughs>